Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's just two movies. Welcome, Black, Asian, and any other denomination of people that are listening to our show regularly. We appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, this is it's just two movies. My name is Daniel King. With me, as always, my good friend Birdman. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's not. He's not, not always. always uh, but... Probably still the majority of the time. But we we missed yeah. you for a while, man. How how you been, brother? Been good. Been good. Uh, about the same as I always am, uh, yeah. doing the same things, hollow play. bones and migrating and all that, all that good Chirping stuff. Chirping and eating various uh, worms, getting a, a bit of worm, <laughs> <laughs> the proverbial worm. No, no, I've been good, man. It's uh, it's nice to be back. Yeah, we had uh, I don't know, it's, has it been three weeks? Has it been a month? Uh, well, I was trying to figure that out last night, so I took a look at the catalog, and it looked like you were in one of the last five episodes, but we also took a week off. Right. So you've done one in six weeks, Whew. which is, yeah, you know, I mean, normally normally That's, we do a little more than that, so, yeah. we, you know, we, we missed you in here. I'm super excited to do this episode. This is yes. going to be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, also, I had... Two whiskeys and a uh, and a a modern um, modern mosa modern mosa had a modern mosa before we got started. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We got a good buzz on. We're we're <laughs> we're, we're, feel, chit- we're feeling we're, good. We're chit chatting. We're feeling good. We're having a great time. So, uh, if you're not familiar with how this show works or what it is that we do here, uh, what we do here is grasp at straws for an hour and then we let you go on with the rest of your day. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about two movies. Uh, we talk about a good movie that one of us chooses. Uh, typically, it'll be a movie that one of us has seen before. Um, and then we find something, uh, some sort of common thread with another movie that is, traditionally speaking, not well-reviewed. It's a piece so, of shit. Yes. And then we will go have some drinks. We watch the bad movie, and then we come back in here, and we we talk about it for X amount of time. Because we're on summer break. Isn't as long as yeah, our yeah. normal episodes. If you're uh, if you're just tuning in and this is your first episode, if you go back and look at our back catalog, most of the episodes are like two hours long. Uh, this this hour long format is a is a summer break thing until it's the middle of winter and we've got nothing else to fucking do. Yeah, it's summer, baby. Yeah, summertime. Right, so you picked the movie this week. I did. Uh, what'd you go with? I went with Robot and Frank. Uh, yeah. If you're not familiar with Robot and Frank, you certainly wouldn't be alone. It is a PG-13, 2012 sci-fi comedy with an hour 29 runtime. Got a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 86 Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you have the meta, the Metacritic review for this by chance? Uh, I, looks, I, like the, meta, looks like Metascore is a 67 from, okay, from yeah, 33 yeah. critics. 67 on meta. Uh, release date uh, August 17th, 2012. Directed by Jake Schreer. Jake Schreer? Yeah, I guess so. What does everybody in Hollywood have such fucking difficult <laughs> names to pronounce? Tom, yeah, that is a weird Tom one. Tom Cruise. Brad Pitt. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that fucking hard, oh. people. Just change your, change your fucking names. Change and your maybe I'll say them right on my podcast then. <laughs> uh, story by... It uh, looks like the main credited writers here are Jackie Kelman-Bisbee and Galt... What? Mm, 
Galt Niederhofer. Where are you seeing this? Uh, it's just who wrote the story. So not necessarily like screenplay credits or whatever, but this is okay. the story. Oh, okay. Because uh, I saw, I have uh, writer Christopher Ford. Oh, okay. Perfect. Oh, so as long as we're covering our bases, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this had a budget of $2.5 million, and it only pulled four point nine in the box office. So it is it is a profitable film, but I feel like this is, to me, this is an outstanding film. And yeah. I have never talked to another person who's actually seen this movie. That tracks, because when you told me this was the movie that you wanted to watch. Yeah. I never heard of it, which is a shame. Yeah. Because it's a really fucking good movie. Right. Um, now, I know normally we are doing this at the end of the podcast now, but I, just to just to mix up the format, what would you give this in robot thumbs? Oh, shit. We got robot thumbs? I'm, if I'm just going to go ahead and bring it right to the table. I would give it nine robot thumbs. Yeah, I would second that motion with nine robot thumbs. Not that there's really anything wrong with it. No. Because I don't think there is. I mean, there no. there might be, like, uh, as far as a, a casting choice, if it was, maybe if I If it was felt... slightly less sad, I might I might go 9, 5, or 10. Yeah. It is a little bit of a bummer. And we'll yeah. get into that. Um, what for, for anyone who hasn't seen this, spoiler free, what would, you, what would you say this movie is about? Yeah, so this movie is about an older gentleman that is having a little bit of trouble taking care of himself. So his son buys him a fucking robot. Yeah. And this is the like not super far flung future. Yeah, it's the near future. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like 10 years. Cause his, so his son lives several hours away and he buys this robot to for his dad to help his dad take care of himself. He's getting older. You know, his health is... Not great. He's sundowning, I think yeah. is what they call it. Like he's he's having the onset he's having the uh onset symptoms of dementia. Yes, which I didn't realize that at first. I guess that's because it's not clear right off the bat. Right. But at the same time, I wanted to ask you this. In the beginning, is he breaking into his own house? Because you don't you didn't get that? I I am not entirely sure. I think because he's he, breaking into a house, or that's supposed to be the, you know, the feeling that you get. Yeah. And then he sees a picture, and he's like, oh, shit. He recognizes whoever in that picture. Yeah. I think it's his son or whatever. Yeah. And then the next day, he wakes up, and he's cleaning up his house, and there's, like, broken yeah. glass. and. So, I think what's happening in, I think what's happening in that scene is, is he found himself walking up to a door and thought, I must be here to rob this place. So he breaks in, but it's his own house because he forgot he was just going home. Yeah. Uh, so he's having these early onset uh, dementia, dementia symptoms, yeah. uh, which, man, old, old girl dementia, whenever you old come for me, you better treat me good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Meet lots of new exciting people, uh, not being scared of my surroundings all the time. That would be great. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, d dementia sounds like a real motherfucker. Yeah, it's... Oof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah definitely difficult to deal with. So you've got, you've got Frank. He's got early onset dementia. Like you said, his son buys him a robot to kind of help him out. 
the the robot's prime directive, uh, main goal, p- programming parameters or whatever, is to care for Frank's health. Yes. So it wants to help him with his cognitive ability. It wants to help him, you know, lower his blood pressure. It wants to see him eat right. It wants to see him stay active. It wants to keep him on a regular schedule. Yeah. So a, a little bit about the cast before we really get too far into this. Uh, Frank is played by Frank Langanella, who we've covered previously on the show, although I don't recall what movie. Uh, Same. Uh, Susan Sarandon, I got to tell you, man, even for 2012, she looks amazing. Jeez, I was going to say, I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I went back and I was like, how old was she in 2012? How old was she? She was in around 64 or 65. She looks fucking great. She looks amazing. Yeah, she really does. Uh, you've got Liv Tyler. If there aren't enough sexy people in this for you, James Marsden <laughs> is also in this. Oh, dude. Uh, Peter, He's a good looking guy. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard, uh, plays the voice of the robot. Yep. Who I initially thought was, uh, was someone else, but no, it's, it's Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. Uh, who's great in yeah. a lot of things. Uh, Jeremy Strong is also in it and Jeremy Sisto from Jeremy The Sisto. Crew. Oh that's, shit! That's who I was like, man. I've never seen him in anything else. What's what's that guy's name? That's Jeremy Sisto from The Crew. The only redeeming quality <laughs> of the movie The Crew is Jeremy Sisto's weirdest oh, role of his entire career. He's the sheriff in this. He's the sheriff okay, in this. Yeah, wow. exactly. So Frank, played by Frank Langanella, his love interest Susan Sarandon, his daughter Liv Tyler, his son James Marsden, the robot Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, and then Jeremy Sisto's the sheriff and Jeremy Strong plays like this rich asshole kind of, yeah, rich asshole. I guess that's the greatest you could, you could, <laughs> you, you could put it. Yeah. So you, you covered a little bit uh, on the beginning as far as early onset dementia. Yeah. Frank gets a robot. Um, somebody get me a fucking robot. Dude, seriously. Somebody be like, Hey, you too fat. I got your robot. <laughs> You need this thing to take care of it's you gonna, a little bit. It's going to make your dinner and be like, hey, no, exercise. Do it now. Yeah. So Frank initially uh, does not want the robot. He seems like a miserable old cunt. A little bit. He does. Yeah. He, he does. He seems like the kind of the kind of person where people are like, respect your elders. And I'm like, yeah, but not all of them. Because <laughs> he just seems like an old sad sack piece of shit. Like, you know, fucking everybody lives and gets old. You're not doing anything that is special to you. Right. It's just part of life, man. You don't have to be such an ass about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can he, see that. He seems very bitter and, and not not uh, not cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so Frank's a little bit of a reader, um, and he frequents the town library, which is being renovated, I guess, or like... As I understood it, uh, another gentleman purchased it, uh, played by Jeremy Strong, a yes. guy, guy named Jake. The rich asshole. He purchased the library and is like selling everything in it and getting it for like an online experience because people can get books right. That's where, where, where and whenever. You know what now, I mean? Yeah. Nobody has to go to a library, like nobody on the planet. So why have libraries? Yeah. But if you can scan this library and have people like, you know, plug into their VR or whatever and have the experience of going to a library and reading a book, that could be profitable, certainly more profitable than a library because mm-hmm. uh, libraries are like public service. I can't imagine a library making more than like two grand a year. How much is a library card? 
eight bucks. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like they're not making money hand over fist with late yeah. fees maybe, but you know, well, what are they going to do if you never return it or just go, uh, no, thank you. I won't be paying that. <laughs> are they going to fucking hunt you down? You know what I mean? They might. I don't know. Any librarians out there, write us at us. Just do Have you ever killed a man over a late fee? <laughs> I'd like to know if you fucking hunt people down. I'm asking for a friend. Not like I have any overdue books. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. So at the library, um, Frank makes the robot stay outside. He's like, Yeah, he's a little ashamed of it. Right. Because it's, it's taking care of him. Yeah. He and, and he knows that. He, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't need this fucking robot to take it. I can wipe my own ass and whatever. <laughs> right. But it would be really sweet to have a robot pick up your fucking house and cook your meals. Mm. And also make a garden. Right? Yeah. So it's a fucking excellent robot. What a badass. Yeah, it is a badass robot. And <laughs> although it's probably just a very small person in a very plain suit, I'm immediately on board with the fact that it's a robot. From mm-hmm. the moment from the moment Marsden, James Marsden takes it out of the trunk of his car, and I'm like, oh, so this robot weighs like 15 pounds, weighs nothing, mm-hmm. and sets it on the ground, it's clearly just a, a little person in a, in a, in a, in a suit of right. blocks or whatever. So, going as far as far as the voice, why do you think the robot? This is just something I thought about. Why do you think the robot doesn't have just a normal speaking voice? How do you mean? Like, why wasn't that? What what was his name? Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, uh, I think so. that plays the rope or that voices the robot. Yeah, Peter Sarsgaard. Right. Why wasn't it just? Why does a robot voice have to be like this? You know what I mean? Like what? Yeah, you think I that's just going with? I don't know. I don't. I'm. I am not sure because at a certain point, it's the robot. Its speech is so well articulated that it can have uh, pauses and like word stops that don't sound unusual after a minute or two. Like they don't sound super robotic. No, yeah, I understand. But that. they still kind of do, and I guess that's to put you in the mind frame of. This, is, this is still a robot because Frank and the robot, uh, Frank forms like an emotional connection with this robot almost immediately. Yeah. Based on the fact that he hates it. And then one day he decides that it might be okay. And then he decides that it's his friend. Right. So he always has an emotional connection to it. So that might be to keep the viewer in the field of, okay, this is a, it's a robot though. It's okay. not, it's not a person. Right. It's not something you can have. A, it's like having a relationship with your toaster. Yeah. So, so they're at the library. The robot is outside and some kids come up and start fucking with the library or the, uh, the robot. Yeah. Do not and, molest and it, me. It says, do not molest me, which fucking killed me. <laughs> and it says it a couple times throughout yeah, the film. It's yeah. just hilarious. Yeah. I just, you know, uh, by, uh, by definition, uh, in the library, uh, Susan Sarandon, she's the librarian. Mm-hmm. She pulls out a book that it's a very old book. It's Don Quixote, mm-hmm. which I actually have. I haven't read it yet. Have you, uh, Don, Don Quixote was my, my aunt who actually was a librarian. That is she her, was Don Quixote. That is her second favorite book. <laughs> her favorite book was Life of Pi. Her second mm. favorite book was Don Quixote. Do you know when that book was uh, written? Long motherfucking <laughs> time ago. I assume you have it in front of you there. 1605. Yeah, that's a that's a long that's a long old ass motherfucking book. So she shows him these because ra- it's in a it's in a lockbox, right? And these are rare books, very rare special right. edition books. Yeah, this copy of Don Quixote, by the way, if you haven't oh, seen this movie, dude. which I'm assuming you haven't, because fucking nobody has, uh, 
this is like some Indiana Jones style shit. Like this is an old motherfucking copy of Don Quixote. Yeah. So yeah, after uh, after the library scene, they're back at home, and I think this is when Frank realizes that the robot is not programmed to really distinguish. Yeah, law. right and wrong necessarily. Yeah, uh, it has this really like ambiguous moral code or lack thereof. I guess it it essentially doesn't care. If you could talk this robot into stealing something <laughs> from a department store, it would it's do, it. do it. It would do it, especially if you were like, okay, I'll have a low-sodium diet for two weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It cares about Frank's health. Yeah. That is all it fucking cares about. It, it doesn't under- care. It understands law. Right. But it doesn't really care about it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It under- He's like, you stole that. Do you, do you understand? And it's like, yes, I understand what stealing is. He's like, how do you feel about that? I don't understand I don't- the question. Yeah. Like, it's he's like, oh, will you help me steal more shit? And he's like, I don't know. You fucking help me with the garden because you're an old man. You need exercise. <laughs> uh, so Frank teaches <laughs> through this. He's like, okay. He he hatches a plan. He teaches the robot to pick locks. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think this might have been why I got my daughter a lock picking kit. Oh, from this movie? Yeah, I think maybe this is where I got the idea it's a to cool, do it. It's a cool gift. It's I, a, I think that's it's a cool hobby yeah, too. For like sure. like picking padlocks is fun as shit. Yeah. Uh it is like solving little mini puzzles. Right. Yeah. Which but is they awesome. they let you into things though. <laughs> right. Which is cool. Yeah, no, uh one year for Christmas for my daughter I, I got her a little a little tiny remote controlled drone, but I put it I built a small wooden box and put mm-hmm. a padlock on it. And another gift she got was the lock picking kit. With a lock that was clear, it was like an epoxy poured lock, so you could actually look into it while you're cool. while you're picking the lock. So it would like train you how to do it, and then once she figured out how to pick that lock, she could pick the other lock and get the other present. Uh, and I still have that lock picking kit. I've actually used it on a number of occasions, not to break and enter or anything, <laughs> right? But for like just a, for a, a padlock that a I have that I've misplaced the key for, or yeah, I had to use it for a thing at work one time. I was like, oh, let me run home and grab my kit. What a hashtag cool dad. Fucking hashtag cool dad. Assassin's Creed, you know. <laughs> just 420. That's right. Blowing, just, blowing just clouds. Hashtag 69. <laughs> well, just, just, just ripping clouds. Just ripping clouds. Ripping the, f- the fattest, hottest. Rip, uh, ripping clouds and, and, and farting louds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. Yeah, anyway. Uh, let's see here. And, so, and, and they're, they're heist buddies. They're, they're fucking heist buddies. That's too. it. The robot's like, listen, you fucking, you do the shit that I say that'll help you take care of yourself and I'll help you fucking steal shit or whatever. Yeah. Cause I don't, so I don't know if we covered this in our explanation, but Frank used to be basically a, what would you call him? Like Frank a was cat a, burglar? Frank was a cat burglar. Yep. In his younger days. Mm-hmm. And he, he got away with some, some good shit. Most valuable by the ounce. Yeah. Yeah. That was, he would steal whatever he could get that was worth the most money by the ounce. Yep. So sounds like he did a stent a couple of stents in yeah, prison. Yeah, he did a ten year and a six year, I think. Yeah, is what and he there, said. there's some there's some like disagreement with uh his son over that. Like his dad's like, You're a shitty father. The best thing you ever did was be in prison so you didn't have to raise me. Yeah. But then later in the movie he's like he he forgets who he is and he's like, Oh, how's Princeton? And he's like, Princeton's good, which got me thinking. I'm like, man, if you say your dad was a shitty dad, at least he paid for you to fucking go to Princeton because your mom was a librarian. Maybe he didn't, though. 
Maybe he didn't pay for it. Maybe he didn't, but I mean, if you're st- he's a jewel thief. Well, that's uh, true. Uh, you know, I, it's true. He got away with it more times than he got busted for it. That's <laughs> right. certainly true. So, yeah, they're partners. The uh, Robot and Frank are partners now. Frank taught him how to pick locks. They devise a plan to steal a valuable book mm-hmm. from the library. Don Quixote. They end up taking Don Quixote. Yeah, Don Quixote. Um, but Frank accidentally leaves his glasses at the library. He does. By the way, the Don Quixote, have you read Don Quixote? No. I have it. It's on my shelf. It's just long. Okay. So Don Quixote is a crazy man. Like, he's an old man with Alzheimer's mm-hmm. who thinks he's this great Spanish conquistador. Right. And he's not. He's just a crazy old man. He, like, fights a windmill and he thinks it's a giant. <laughs> so he's insane. And I think that part of p- part of this story is the fact that Frank goes to steal Don Quixote. You could not have picked a better book because <laughs> right. it is about an old man who, who doesn't – who doesn't understand reality. And yeah. that's kind of that's kind of Frank's character also. So that's a that's a cool metaphor tie. That is in. that is cool. Yeah. I'm excited to read the book. I I hear it is one of the funniest books ever written. My mom hates it. Huh. She's a big reader. That's uh, weird. my aunt, it was one of her favorite books while she was still alive, but my mom's like, Oh god, she's like, I know it's- I know it's your they they have that in common. They both like to read. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I know it's like one of your aunt's favorite books, but oh, uh, she just doesn't like it. Hey. So some people love know, it, some people hate it. It's six a- to one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> right. Uh, so it's a real John dies at the end. <laughs> yeah. So um, they fucking steal this book, Frank and Robot. Susan, <laughs> oh, Susan, Susan Sarandon, which I. I, I don't remember her name in the It doesn't, doesn't matter. Everybody knows, We're gonna, everybody knows who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. They agree to go to this party together. Mm-hmm. It was what was the party for? So I the still, the party is for the the launch of the, the library, the library getting rebuilt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch of rich assholes here. This is when we I think we meet uh, Jake. Jake. Yeah. Fucking Jake. He's just a. Fucking snarky cocksucker. Oh, no, we didn't meet him earlier. But he says something to Frank. He's like, oh, you're. Yeah, he says something to him. He's like, oh, yeah, you're. uh," He's like, if you were uh, if you were any more square, you'd be you'd be trendy. And Frank's like, fuck, did you say to me? (laughs) And he's like, oh, Frank, you're crazy. But he's not. It's because all these people kind of quietly already know about Frank. Yeah. He's clearly lived in this town for a long time. They've they looked him up. They all know that he went to prison to and that thief. he was a world famous, like a world renowned cat burglar. Yeah. And there's one point in the movie where he's like, where should we hit next? And he drops the name of like a famous German bank or something. So hmm. he's robbed places around the world, uh, potentially. So at this party, his plan was to give Susan Sarandon the uh, copy of Don Quixote. Oh, yeah. But through a conversation... He realizes that's a bad idea. Kind of chickens out. Yeah. So uh, in this in this scene, there's a hilarious robot interaction. Oh yeah, because Susan, Susan Sarandon has like a helper robot at the library. Yes, but you can tell it's an older model because it's just like a square <laughs> box. Yeah, and it's like, oh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? And they're like, we don't need to. And they're like, don't be rude. Pretend that you know, um, uh, Mister Darcy or whatever is yeah. also a human being. And then, you know, robot turns to me. He's like, how are you doing? 
In all of room, my primary like, functions are co- or whatever. I am functioning normally. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, me too. And then they both look back at the humans. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah, They're it's, fucking robots. It's a like, perfect <laughs> amount of levity, though, because that would be, it would be a brief interaction like that. Yeah. It would be like, you want me to pretend? Okay. All right. Okay. And we're done. We're done here. What that now? took 15 seconds. What's your next command? <laughs> so after Frank, after a couple interactions with Jake, Frank wants to... He 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 sees some diamonds. He sees the kids on, like a, he's like a tech billionaire or whatever, and he sees his old his lady wife's, has some huge fucking like super gaudy jewels. Yeah. So he's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna hit we're gonna, these we're gonna we're gonna hit these fucking hipsters. Yep. And uh, there's a bit where they're like casing out the joint. They're like sitting in the woods. They got binoculars. It's Frank and Robot, and Frank's sitting there talking to Robot about whatever. They have this conversation about existentialism. How the robot's like, uh, he's like, how come you said, you know, you didn't want your memory wiped earlier about a thing? And the robot's like, I was manipulating you. Oh, yeah. I don't actually care if my memory gets wiped. And Frank's like, why would you not care if your memory gets wiped? And he's like, well, the same way that you know that you are alive and you think therefore you are, I know that I am not alive. So I don't care. Plus, his primary function, as we said earlier, is to take is care of Frank's, Frank. Frank's health. So he lied in order to get Frank to yeah yeah to be it, healthy, right? Uh, it's awesome. and it it makes Frank very uncomfortable. This chat about the 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 uh, the. Uh, <laughs> Existentialism? Not cognition, not oh. existentialism. Um, uh, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, this conversation about self-awareness makes him very uncomfortable, uh, which I think is a, adds a, adds a perfect layer to him just being like kind of an old school guy. Like he is a one track mind. Yeah. Tunnel vision type of guy. Like you couldn't sit around with Frank and, and have talks about the real, like, why are we here? What is our purpose? Yeah, that's what, not in his... He's not... He doesn't care about that shit. Right. He not only doesn't care about it, kind of freaks him out, doesn't want to talk about it at all. Yeah. So that just kind of helps you pigeonhole his character a little bit, and I thought it, that was a really nice touch. Yeah, it adds depth to his character. It really it's does. great. Yeah. Yeah. So about this time, we we see uh, we meet Frank's daughter. They've, they've talked a little bit through voice chat, or actually video chat. Yeah. And she's whatever. She's a traveler. She's in other countries. Yeah. But she shows up mm-hmm. to Frank's. She does. She's like, she's anti-robot. <laughs> and she wants to start taking, quote unquote, taking care of her dad. She seems like she's anti lots of shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, played, by, uh, played by Liv Tyler, by the way. Circa, circa 99. Yeah. She was all that and a bag of chips. Oh, a bag of chips? Ooh. Are they spicy? Yeah, sure. We'll just yeah, say they're sure. St. Louis Red Hot spicy. Riplets. Oh. <laughs> St. Louis's own Red Hot Riplets. <laughs> John Goodman. John. You got a free John Goodman in every bag. So, so Robot and Frank, they case out the rich asshole's house mm-hmm. several times? Several times. Liv Tyler comes back and she's like, hi, I'm here to stay with you. I love you, dead. Let's Mwah. turn this robot off. She turns the robot off, and Frank Langanella is like, fucking this bitch. Why would you do this to Why me? Why would you turn off my fucking robot? I'm finally, I'm a miserable old cunt for 10 years, and I finally have something worth living for. Because you see Frank's personality turn around. All oh, of a yeah, sudden, he's, sure. he's back to doing what he loves, which is 
fucking over people. <laughs> rich pretty, assholes. Pretty much, basically. yeah. Uh, he's, he's back to fucking over rich assholes, and that's his that's his thing that makes him feel young and alive and excited and you know that that's and his, the, his purpose and the know? robots in because the robots in because it wants him to have something that to cognitively to have fo- a direction. focus on yeah. yeah have some direction have a schedule yep so robots all in on it and Liv Tyler he he she's anti-robot a couple of days go by and everything's fine and then Frank's like you know what I gotta make her realize how helpful this robot is so we he just this. goes in the kitchen and starts Fucking throwing pasta in the floor. He's like fucking breaking plates and throwing glasses everywhere. <laughs> and then he goes to bed. And the next day, everything's clean. Yeah. And she's like, ooh, I just pulled an all-nighter. And he's like, no, you, <laughs> no, you didn't. You used the robot. Don't fucking lie to me. Because she knows the robot's password, and Frank does not. Right. Unfortunately, because obviously he would just turn it back on immediately. Yeah, she pretends that she cleaned the whole fucking house. Oh, yeah. And so he calls her bluff and he, like, <laughs> starts throwing, like, dried pasta on her, just ripping bags of pasta open. By the way, that pasta that she cooked looked yeah. terrible. Oh, my God. He's like, I want lasagna. And she cooks, like, penne, penne, uh, penne, penne pasta with, like, like, maybe a tablespoon of red sauce <laughs> on top of it. And he's like, this lasagna looks like shit. <laughs> Like, well, for starters, it doesn't look like lasagna that, that at all. lasagna. And it also does look super fucking bland. Yeah, it did. Uh, I just don't think she knows how to cook. No, the, she's, she's not, you know, she's not yeah. a cook. She She's not great at taking care of the house. So, yeah, she, so she turns, she changes her position on robots pretty fucking quick. Yes. She's like, okay, maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm going to turn it on for a little bit. Yeah, and then he's like, he, he helps me. And she's like, he, I can help you. And he's like, yeah, but he's my friend. Right. Because he does need a friend. He's a lonely old fucking man who's kind of a miserable cunt. So I'm sure nobody else wants to go out of their way to fucking hang out with him. No. His son drives a 10-hour round trip every ten, week to check cr- on him. Wasn't that crazy? That's I was like fucking 10 hour wild. Which, by the way, James Marsden in this is really, really great. He's, I think uh, he's such a – and he's hot too. He's so goddamn good looking, man. I fucking it kind of makes you mad. I right? hate how pretty he is. Like he is like if I if I got to pick my own genetics, <laughs> I would have come out looking a lot more like James Marsden and a lot less like uh, Danny DeVito. A lot less like Danny DeVito and a lot more like James Marsden. Uh, he just and so Jack got, Black. He's so goddamn good looking. Yeah, I look like a Danny DeVito Jack Black crossover. <laughs> Uh, but James Marsden, he's such a fucking handsome son of a bitch and he, he can is. act his ass oh, off. Dude. I've never seen him in a bad role. Him in Westworld? I, I haven't seen Westworld. Oh. I, I love him in the box. Box. Oh, wait. Was that with uh, Cameron no, Diaz? I'm, I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Uh, actually, Frank Langanella's in that too. Huh. Hmm. Crossover. Small world. Small. <laughs> small, small cinema world. Anyways, yeah. we're, we're off track here. Yeah. Uh, they got the jewel heist robot on, Frank. on, on wormy guy. Yep. They, ri- they fucking steal, break into the rich asshole's house, mm-hmm. which they do and it they, really cleverly, actually. They, yeah, it's they fucking find, brilliant. They find a spot that the security system, they basically bypass the security system. Yeah. So they steal the jewels. Fucking, I don't, was it next day that the rich asshole, rich Asshole shows up and he's like, he's he got the sheriff, the sheriff, with him, Jeremy Sisto, yeah, Jeremy Sex Change Sisto, and uh, he didn't actually have a sex change. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean that as a dig. He he plays a a transgender person in the movie The Crew, which we watched as a bad movie. Yes, which he is the best part of. 
Uh, the he rest was. of that movie fucking blew ass. It was awful. Anywho, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he shows up with Jeremy Sisto. Jeremy Sisto's the sheriff. They walk through the house, and they're, they're like, hey, Frank, uh, you know, we, we, I was hoping you could, I could use you as a consultant on this, oh, on yeah. this crime across the, down the street. And uh, Frank Langanella's like, you know, my robot would be happy to show you the door. And the wormy, rich asshole guy, Jake or whatever his name mm-hmm. is, he's like, I fucking know you were in my house. I know you're in my library. I know you're in my house. You fucking son you of a bitch. I'm on to you. But essentially, you can't prove it. So Right, yeah. yeah. I don't want to give too much away about the, the rest of the cat and mouse game uh, that is that. Uh, one part I do love is when they've got a bunch of cops in the house. And they're like touching the robot, and he's like, "Do not molest me." <laughs> he says it again. And there's yeah. a part earlier in the movie where Frank's like, "Just say self destruct." Next time somebody does that, just say self destruct mode initiated and, and count slowly down. count down backwards from ten. <laughs> and the robot proceeds to do that, and everybody's like, "This robot's not going to self destruct." He gets down to like three, and, and everybody like, just uh, runs out. They're like, "Motherfucker, save better safe than sorry." So at one point, like you said, there, there's no evidence that. That Frank no. did anything. No, not at um, all. Because he's too fucking clever. Even though he's got Alzheimer's and forgets that his favorite restaurant's been closed for 15 years, he knows how to do a heist. It's his yeah. it's his fucking thing. The at one point the robot calls the son on behalf of Frank and tells his son that Frank's dying. Which he is not. Right, right, right. <laughs> This is just another. So the uh, robot helps him hustle. Yeah, the robot just helps him hustle. pull the wool over somebody's eyes. Yep. Uh, there's some great reveals in here. He gets back with Susan Sarandon, and like uh, he doesn't get back with her. He he goes to visit her, and I guess she lives at the library. But he shows up at her house. Maybe did she live? And there? he's like, "Can I come in?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, you can come in." And he's looking. Oh, at, yeah. He's looking at all these pictures on the wall, and he takes one off, and he's like, "You know, is is that you?" She's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. And he's like, and that's- That's me? That's me? So he's forgotten that Susan Sarandon, the woman he's been like pining after this entire movie, is actually his ex-wife. That's his ex-wife. Yeah. Which was blew my fucking mind. Blew did you, my fucking mind I was going to ask, did you- I didn't remember. It's been so long since I've seen this. I probably watched this movie in 2013, so it's been right. several years. But I was wondering on your first viewing- did I had that, no, did that connect with you? I had no, no suspicion okay. at all that, okay. that 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 was his wife. Because I was thinking about this, and I don't like a lot of people would be like, "Oh yeah, I saw that coming." I don't. I guess when I'm watching a movie, I don't think too far ahead. I try not to think too far ahead, and I just kind of yeah, view the film. Uh, could I have put it together? Maybe. Maybe. There are movies where I can. When do they're that. like, "Oh yeah, I bought a plane ticket to New York, and I thought maybe I'll visit mom too while I'm here." Well, yeah, you'd be a dick if you didn't, because evidently she lives four miles away. <laughs> right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I guess she she probably left him because of the well, whole life of crime thing or whatever. I think it's I think it's um a, basically she did move away. Yeah. But because even, she's like, when I came back, because yeah. she says at one point when I came back. Ah. Well, he even says, uh, he's like, man, he's like, when I was younger, I used to do this thing. And man, I was with this just absolute stunning redhead. I, I can't remember her name. Which... He couldn't remember her name because it's the lady he goes and sees every fucking day yeah. because that's his ex-wife that he still loves. What a great reveal, though. Yeah. It's a little oh. bit of a mm. little bit mm. of a little pulls at the old, uh, oh, yeah. the old heart points. And it's, uh, it, it, so it turns out that love is the greatest heist. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> 
when you, you son of a you bitch, st- I'm in. You stole that heart, you you cat burglar. <laughs> Nobody even knew you were there, including you. <gasps> oh, shit. There's layers on that. Take time to let that sink in, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I I fucking I like I like this movie a lot. Uh, it's been a really really long time since I've seen it. It's easy. It's breezy. It's, it's beautiful. Sneezy. It's Cover Girl. It's it's just two movies. <laughs> um, so we're not. We're gonna. Are we gonna kind of leave the ending? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's. Okay. I, I would like you to watch it. Uh, okay. Out there, li- listen. If you're listening to the show, uh, check out this movie. It's it's. You can rent it on Prime. It's like two bucks, something like that. Uh, Where'd you watch it? It's on. Tubi. No, it's it's. It, on, you don't have to rent it. It's, it's on, on Hulu. It's on Tubi for free. Fuck! I didn't look at Hulu. I paid I paid like two or three dollars to rent. What? It. Yeah. Well, it's fine. I wish I'd have bought it though because it it's outstanding. It does it does a really good job of like peppering in enough levity with this fun kind of sci-fi quirk to it with the robot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I really love the cinematography and like the bits where oh, dude, the bits where the robots outside working in the garden and stuff. Oh, I, I forgot fucking... to mention that the cinematography in this is amazing. Oh. And the soundtrack, like it's... just the music that Oh yeah, uh. it looks so good. When they go to that party, like the swanky party or whatever, the I'm like, oh, so the music in the future sucks oh, too. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Yes. It's like a, it's just like wow, 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 wow. But behind wow. it is like a string quartet. Uh, or right. Whatever. Yeah, it's like, just a fucking unnecessarily <laughs> unnecessarily putting house music behind a <laughs> behind a string quartet. Yeah, uh fantastic film loved it we're both going nine on it i mean that's that's 90 so, that's 90 yeah. thumbs yeah if you've robot ever thumbs. watched not just regular thumbs no yeah robot yeah 90 percent robot thumb if you've ever listened to any of these podcasts man anything that i think gets recommended on this show above an 80 percent is worth your time yeah because even, sure. even sometimes uh, even if we have a disagreement it'll it'll mellow out by the time we put it in a percentage i usually i mean as far as the good films that we've watched yeah i think we've been pretty close on all of them yeah because they're they're films that we enjoy yeah and and you and i have pretty similar taste we do we have pretty similar taste yeah you think i should grow out these pork chops uh you have pork chops on your face these uh this uh this handlebar mustache (laughs) thing i got going i think you should okay um i've been thinking about growing out just the mustache See, you could pull off just a mustache. I couldn't because I look like a kid diddler. Like you don't think it'd be just like that. Well, I think I would probably. I mean, you don't I think don't it'd be think too so. hipster like. I don't think so, man. I think I remember you pulling off a goatee one time, and I was like, Ugh. "Oh, it looks good." No, you did like the you did like the whole thing, and you're like, "I don't know, I'm just trying it out." It looked good. I'm not a fan of goatees. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Okay, they make you look like an evil version of yourself, like an not evil even twin. That, I just don't think they look great. I think hmm. it it looks too. Um, I don't know, old. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You're just an old man with spoken, a goatee. Uh, spoken like a true, uh, possibly 19-year-old. Uh, so, so we're going to go watch another movie. Uh, we're going to watch a bad movie that also has robots in it called Chopping Mall. hey Hey, you guys remember the mall? <laughs> Enjoy a, a brand new ad that we made in a couple hours from now. <laughs> and, and we'll be back and. Uh, we'll keep doing the show. Yep. For the, uh, for, just do like the, it's, it's the podcast that you tuned into. We'll do more of it. And we'll, it'll it's be just re- going to be a brief break. Yeah. It's going to sound like the podcast is over, but it's not. It's not. Keep listening. And we'll be right back. 
And we'll be and we'll a do, lot drunk. We'll do more. Welcome back to the Floam Flopping Network. <laughs> My name's uh, Daniel Coldstone. And, and I'm... Here's, here's... I'm Ken Sitwell. In the studio with me. I'm Ken Sitwell. Ken Sitwell. Ken, what are we here to talk about today? I uh, believe... I believe that I don't have any of the information on this product. <laughs> How would you like to take the reins on this one? Ah, uh, well, we've, your... we've we've got a couple of products made by the uh, German Green Import Lifestyle Technologies Company, IB Farten, with an E-N. Yes, correct. Uh, they've got some, some new uh, bringing tech into the kitchen at home. Let's start by taking a look at the Bluetooth pasta strainer. <laughs> Featuring all the latest 4.3 uh, Bluetooth technology speeds. Yeah. So you're in the kitchen now working out some of that with us. Steve? Hey, I'm Steve. What would you like to know? <laughs> hey, Steve here in, in the kitchen to show you the new IB Farton. Steve? Tell strainer. me about like how do the how do the features of the actual Bluetooth pasta strainer work in in relation uh, to excuse how, me I'm sorry my pasta yeah. is done so um oh wow done straining already yes that is as fast as normal pasta strains in a normal pasta strainer Steve thank you so much not to discredit the Bluetooth technologies in yeah. in IB Fartons um. Bluetooth strain, strain. Get your Bluetooth strainer here now. I be, I be fine. Say IGN. <laughs> available at your local mall. Now available at Coles. Back to you, uh, Ted. Ted, we're gonna throw it over to back. So back to the ki- <laughs> back to the kitchen. We're gonna throw it over to Jennifer out in the field, the field which is a kitchen where she's trying out the other IB Farton. Uh, again, a German green import lifestyle technologies company. Hey guys, We're be it's trying Jen out the here. New, <laughs> the new haptic fa- haptic feedback skillet. <laughs> How's that skillet? I love it. Yeah. It's so haptical. (laughs) You heard it here, folks. (laughs) During this special offer, get both the haptic feedback skillet and two Bluetooth pasta strainers for the low one-time price of $299.99. That's $29.99.99. Now available in three easy payments. Call. special thanks to brad sexton for our jams please check out his latest project at sons.bandcamp.com that is s-u-n-d-s.bandcamp.com thanks to lamplighter productions for our artwork Uh, please check out more of their stuff on instagram at lamplighter underscore productions underscore il first time listener We're anywhere podcasts are found, but if you don't subscribe to any of those services, listen to the show for free on our website. It's just the number two, movies.buzzsprout.com. That's it's just two movies.buzzsprout.com. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at it's just two movies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram at it's just two movies. Want to support the show? Great. 
leave a like, comment, or subscribe on whatever platform tickles your fancy. So, anyway, back to the show. The year is 1986. Danny, I don't think our viewers know if we're old enough for that. You're going to a mall with your friends, or you work at a mall with your friends, or you're just in a mall. What's a mall? It's a large place where <clears throat> retail <laughs> as much retail as you can imagine. Security. Robots possessed by lightning. Oh, scary. Yeah, it's not. It, uh, we watched Chopping Mall. Uh, this is from 1986. This is a horror sci-fi hour 35 minutes. No, it wasn't. Uh, 77 minute. It was an hour and 17 minutes. Yes. Yeah. 70, uh, 77 minute runtime. This is hour 35, but. You know why that is? Not in my world. <clears throat> you know why that is? Why is that? Because they actually cut 15 minutes from this film. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's This is the perfect length for a thing like this. Um, three malfunctioning security droids terrorize a group of teenagers locked inside a shopping mall. Except. Until it's time to turn the power down. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Keep that fucking sound clip forever. So what? An- initial release. Uh, well, oh, we're going to get into it real, quick, real <laughs> fast here. Initial release, March 21st, 1986, directed by Jim Winorski. Yep. Uh, budget $800,000, estimated, produced by Julie Corman, and music by Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Uh, Sering, Sir, Sriracha. Yeah, that's Serino? It. It's Sriracha. Sir, uh, Chuck Serino. Uh, this stars Kelly Maroney, Jim Warnowski. He plays the Killbots. Uh, Russell Todd, Barbara Crampton, Teddy Karoleski. No no, I know nobody gives a shit. <laughs> uh, but they're in it. Uh, Tony O'Dell and Mary Waranov. But, but you, you're right. Nobody does give a shit about that. <laughs> no so, one is in this movie. Um, <laughs> where, where do you... <laughs> Where, where do you jump off at this thing? Uh, the, uh, the robots are ridiculous. There's a, like <laughs> the first 45 seconds of the movie. There's like just a guy making racist comments in a crowd like yep. four or five times. Yep. Uh, and they just keep cutting back to that specific guy. And that then, couple. I don't, and I don't yeah, know why. And they leave like nothing happens to them. They're not in any way. They're just like, let's put a, a racist guy on there. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. So basically uh, we've got a mall. Mm-hmm. And they're unveiling new security. Oh, yeah. And they are these robots yep. that uh, – this is just a, a silly, silly movie. It's – It is. Yeah, it's um, – I, I did have a good time with it, though. Oh, same. <laughs> this was – this is – if I could get away with doing stuff like this every time we watched a bad movie, I, I would do that. Yeah. Because this is right in the pocket of my kind of bad movie. Do you know yeah. what I mean? As, oh, yeah. It's- as a, I guess we can go ahead and rate it up top again, switch it up, see if anybody gives a shit or, you know, uh, <laughs> whatever. Chopping uh, Mall. How many, mall. <laughs> how many robot claw yes. thumbs that they should have that yes. they don't? Because they had claw, they had how claws. Many, how many robot, robot claw thumbs? Um, uh, out of ten robot claw thumbs, would you give this movie as a regular feature film? 
you know what I was thinking? Can we, do you just want to drop the as a regular movie? Sure. I, I The more that I listen to it and edit it, I'm like, we can just not do it. Like, it doesn't, it's like 10 seconds of the podcast and. Yeah. I don't know. Do you. Hey, I'm with you, buddy. Do you have any thoughts on that? Okay. I don't even know where we're at. You know, what are we talking about? <laughs> we're in the studio. <laughs> Boner Terror, Missouri. Boner, boner, boner Terror. <laughs> that sounds like an awful, awful fucking way to go. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. What happened to Danny? Uh, boner Terror. I had a Boner Terror. It's really sad. <laughs> Closed casket, I guess. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's run. Let's run through this thing. Or I think we already. Uh, did we? <laughs> no, no, no. We didn't. We didn't. We're gonna rate it. We're gonna rate it, and then we're gonna go through. It. Uh. So I. I guess for the for the purpose of this, we'll try it out. Uh, we're just gonna drop the as a regular movie rating. Because it, we're deliberately watching it as a bad movie. Right. Everybody knows that. So. I mean, I kind of like the original idea because we we were rating it just as if we were channel surfing one night. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it just comes on. Right. I kind of like that. Like, it, I get I it. Know. I understand it. But I don't know that it translates to everybody that hears it. Because some people come in here and go, wait, what? <laughs> right when you ask them to, you're like, <laughs> right. what? Yeah. what do you mean? What do you? Why would I do that? I don't. I don't understand the rating system. Like everybody's been here's like, I don't get it, and I'm like, it's because it doesn't make sense. Well, <laughs> I I understand it, it because you had to explain it to me like the for like four episodes, <laughs> and on the fifth episode, I was like, oh okay, yeah, yeah <laughs> sure, I, I get it, I get it. So. uh <clears throat> As a bad movie, yeah. How 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 would we do this? Do we still want to have two ratings for it? Or how is it just how like, likely are you, if somebody else is like, man, I love trash cinema. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, where would this be on your list of yeah, movies to recommend? Right. We're thinking about it as our enjoyment of. Yeah, the I had bad a, film. I had a lot of. It fun. was a lot of fun. I had a I, lot I of would, fun with this. I would say. <laughs> I might give it a nine, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm also gonna go nine because it was really fun uh, to make fun of. The robots are fucking great, and by great, <laughs> I just mean horrible. They're like boxes <laughs> with triangles uh, on 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 treads that don't move. <laughs> like they don't turn. They the it robots looks like, turn, but the right. treads don't. It looks like a uh, like a caterpillar. Uh, yeah, like, like a like a backhoe, or like something. a backhoe, yeah, or like a uh, yeah, yeah, one of those uh, yeah, one of those little uh, earth movers. <laughs> <laughs> These robots had lasers, of course. Yeah. I know I did not enjoy the lasers. I, how, I was do kinda, you, how do you feel about? Well, I was kind of digging on the color scheme of them. I'm like, well, all right, you know, if you're gonna do the cheesy laser eighties. Right, it is the it's 80s. in it's, it's in all kinds of shit. They would do this shit in daytime television. You know what I mean? In the 80s. So I've seen plenty of it, you know, because I like old stuff. Yeah, Re- not because you retro, were born in the not 80s. Not because that's from, that's from my era. Uh, <laughs> is this still good? Is that, like, is that a thing that you guys even care if we do anymore? Because I'm willing to let that die. 
But if it's a good bit, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with it. It's just um, welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies Unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies After Dark. <laughs> right. So um you know there's there's fantastic robots. There's there's naughty teens. They're staying in this mall overnight. They're going to have a party. They're going to get drunk and they're all going to get laid. That's the premise of the movie. That's the plan. And the uh, robots attack them. The robots gain sentience, and instead of like being like, oh, you're a good person, we'll let you go. Oh, you're a bad person. It's just killing everybody. Right. Because you're supposed to be able to show the robot a badge. Mm-hmm. The robot recognizes the badge. You're safe to pass. That's the that's the idea. Yeah. Uh, robots turn. They kill a bunch of people. Here's the thing. This could actually be a really good really funny film. Yeah. And I think we, we I, it didn't take us long to realize. Like, we hashed out a couple of things that would have made this way fun. Like even comedy. just bits. Yeah. And it could be such a good horror mix of horror and comedy, I think, or like slasher and comedy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. If we remade, remade this present day, I think it could be really, really fun. You have to, the robots have got to change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robots, the robots have change. got to change. Not necessarily in design. Like, I would still alter them in design, but you could leave the same kind of schlocky uh, box on treads look that to it. That would be kind of funny, yeah. Right. Just uh, to keep that. Just dress it up, though. Like, make it look a little more modern. Make it look not like spray-painted cardboard. Can we make it? Not sound like a lawnmower with a V6. Right, right, right. It's like if you strap the strap the the blades for a for a zero turn on a on a four wheeler. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, it was it was a wild sounding uh, wild sounded piece of machinery. The robots should be faster in our movie, right? The, like the, they have to be as nimble as they are. And as silent as they are being portrayed, it, that that part needs to be convincing because they're like, "Oh man, those things are super quiet," but they're not. They're not. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> right, and you can hear them power up or down, <laughs> or you're. <laughs> yes. Oh man, ah, that's good. All right, I'm gonna start working on some other laser noises. <laughs> well, that's all robot baby. Yeah, that's a fucking good one. I mean, it could be lasers as well. Sure, I sometimes can do a good uh, pneumatic. Yeah. The. <laughs> nice. That's the uh, that's the air. <laughs> <laughs> that's the airlock <laughs> right that that could that, in our movie that in our movie that right there for some reason is the opening to the mall like that's those are the front doors it's just a giant airlock but i mean another one of the great bits is because they're in a mall it's like a four-story mall so there is a shit ton of them going up and down escalators oh my, most of the movie is them going up and down escalators and it would be really great to just be committed to the joke that every time someone even background characters are on an escalator they're going the wrong way like they're not they're not just waiting on it 
they're actively <laughs> they're actively going they're struggling to <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be great <laughs> just like an old guy that's taking the stairs instead because there's stairs right next to it and he's like i don't have the strength anymore to go up or down the escalator but it's the same old guy in every shot yeah yeah absolutely he's just on the same staircase <laughs> be perfect because they're like the stairs would be like oh, you take the stairs you fucking lazy piece of shit <laughs> Just take the escalator and get a good quad workout. That's a good bit because if you – all right, it's like it's funny the first time. It would be funny the second time. And then it wouldn't be funny for the third, fourth, <laughs> fifth, and sixth time. You'd be like, but okay, the seventh, seriously? eighth, ninth, and tenth, you'd be fucking crying <laughs> because it's got that, it's got that uh, repeatability to it. Like, man, that's fucking – that is dedication. And by, <laughs> like, the en- by the end of the movie, the actors and actresses are like, God damn it, motherfucker. <laughs> Just like screaming while they're stomping the wrong way on the escalator. The uh, the ending love scene that will probably still be in our movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, the actors are trying to, you know, embrace one another while yeah. on the escalators. Oh, but yeah. It's still going the opposite <laughs> way. So they're trying to, yeah, uh, compensate. <laughs> Oh yeah, no that there, there's a lot of things that could really make this a great comedy yeah. immediately without changing anything. But I, uh, but I want to, I want to have some. I feel like I should have some sort of slasher element or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the, right. I mean, just the maybe the robots are much more dangerous, but say there's only one or two of them instead of three, right? Because that like makes that. it a because little more the- like even if you get three quarters of the way through the movie. And you've been unable to kill it the whole time. If it's just right off to the races as soon as the movie starts, you're three quarters of the way through the movie and they kill one. You're like, oh, shit. Well, now they know how to kill it. Mm. So then they'll go to try the second one. And but the robot adapts. That's right. And let's say it accessed fucking, uh, you know, footage from CCTV on on site at the mall and it watched them kill the other one. So it, it learned and. Yep. Whatever. Boom. I like it. Boom. There you go. We got it. You got you got yourself a, a regular Terminator. It's exactly a Terminator. <laughs> only it's not from the future. <laughs> it's from the now. <laughs> you're welcome. So what would you call this if you were gonna redo it? Because you can't you can't redo chopping mall. You'd have to rebrand it for sure. But this idea is not bad at all. Yeah, no, this could work. Uh as far as a name, though, yeah, hmm. I don't know. I thought it would be funny if the birds, if if the the robots were birds, call it shopping call. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. That wasn't, that wasn't uh, no, no, I, I fucking love it. I would be down with that. Robot birds would actually be super terrifying. What do you think? You have any uh, ideas for a? If you're gonna if you're gonna rebrand this, rebranding it, rebranding it, because <laughs> we'll come back. Branded. We'll, we'll come back to it. Let's let's do some casting. If you're gonna remake this present day, you only have to pick like three. Though we'll just assume the rest are good. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> as a teenager. <laughs> and and How funny in would that present be? day, it would be pretty funny. It would be pretty like the funny. other actors like, are te- are actual teenagers, yeah, like the uh, or like well, I guess these people are in the, probably in their twenties. Sequel to Wet Hot American Summer, where Paul Rudd's back, but he's <laughs> he's like clearly in his forties. <laughs> or we could just do Paul Rudd. Do Paul Rudd as the main 
That would be funny. What was that? I watched another thing with somebody in it the other day, and I was like, that's good. That better be a good cast for something. I don't know. You get, get fucking... I, d- I did like one thing about it, though. I liked the bit with the janitor at the beginning. The one that was mopping with yeah, uh, the melted was- ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like that bit. I just like the character. I was like, okay, so this whole thing's this whole thing's probably funny. <laughs> if this is that schlocky, it's probably deliberate. No, honestly, what do you think as far as Rika? Do you think that would be? Uh, who did we say? I mean, I jokingly said Sylvester Stallone. I would get the like the oldest buyer's kid from Stranger Things cast in it. Probably. I, I watched the first season of that. That well, the 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 main kid that goes missing, his older brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, get- <laughs> Just get him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Previously on. No, I keep thinking about it. Like, every time I'm like. <clears throat> <clears throat> no, but seriously, I think it would be really funny to have an older actor as one of the, the quote unquote youngsters. How about. Paul Rudd uh, would be funny. How about. Oh, man. Just because I've never seen him play a role like it, and I think it he potentially could be hysterical. Uh, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> As one, like, have you ever seen Willem Dafoe do comedy, really? Um, not really. No. You know, I consider myself a uh, <laughs> bit of a comedian. I consider myself a bit of a, a scientist myself. Willem Dafoe is, is one of the... Shit. If he wouldn't do it, I'd see if I could get Jim Carrey. Because <laughs> I bet now if I was just like, Jim, this is what I want you to do, I bet he'd be fine. But he'd just be weirdly old. Right. Uh, What about as one of the, whatever they're supposed to be? Are yeah. they teenagers? Are they yeah, they're, they're, kids in their 20s? they're kids that work at a mall. And right. one of them was like, hey, man, you got the beer? And he's like, yeah, of course I got the beer. Yeah, so one of them might be 21. What about Ty Sheridan? Ty Sheridan. one of the kids. From? Mud. Oh, shit. You got a picture of him? Like present day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be perfect. He'd be fine in that. Yeah. Uh, he's a pretty good actor. I don't really know who else you would get. Uh, it's doesn't have to be anybody. Yeah, you no, know, nobody in particular. Just slap a, a Joe in there and... Yeah, tell him to fucking get some. Get some. If I could, if there was like a... Uh, I tell you what, who I would get to play the nerd. He's probably a little old, but it would be... Steve the, Buscemi? It'd be the main character from Bloody Hell. <laughs> the the main guy? Yeah. I would get him to play the nerd. Because hmm. he... You know he can play a psychopath and a tough guy. Yeah. If he can nail both of those that easy, maybe... He might really shine in something like that. Right. It's like where he comes through, just fucking loses his shit at the end. Because we know he can do that. There you go. You like this, though? Yeah. 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 It was Same. Su- it was super fun. Uh, could easily be remade. Uh, throw a little bit more money at it. $800,000 yeah. in, oh, shit. in 86. Was- Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. You get Will Ferrell as any one of the teenagers. (laughs) As the robot? As any one of the teenagers. Or the robot. Oh, God. Do you get John C. Riley as the robot? (laughs) The voice? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. 
or uh, Ice T. Ice <laughs> Ice T is the robot. We have to have somebody super famous as the janitor that's only seen one time. <laughs> right. I would say Stan Lee, but <laughs> he's not doing cameos he's anymore. Not doing- <laughs> he's unavailable. He's doing that one last cameo, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, who would be a good – like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I was going to say uh, – oh, God damn it. Singer for Aerosmith, Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> As the janitor. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. Oh, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's rich. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's about it with Chopping Mall. Uh, yeah. It's it, free on Prime. If you have Prime and you got 77 minutes to kill, <laughs> this is right up your alley. This is this is a good fun time. Uh, have you been, like, watching or reading or consuming any other media? Do we have a name for this segment? What would you call this segment of the show? Plug it in. Plug it in. <laughs> I don't know. Glade? It's <laughs> time for everybody's favorite segment, Glade. Uh, <laughs> plug it in, bro. Brought to you, bud. It's time for Plug It In, Plug It In. Brought to you by Glade and Bounty. <laughs> An S.E. Johnson company. <laughs> A Johnson and Johnson company. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Uh, But here's what I've been up to. Been playing a lot of Zelda Link's Awakening. Yeah, that's right. That's right. A really great game. Yeah. I've been re-watching the TV show Justified. Nice. Which if you're not familiar with it. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant, however you say his fucking last name. Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> and Mr. Walton Goggins. Oh, man, I love Who Walton. is amazing in it, dude. He's so good. I love good. Walton Goggins. He might be one of my favorite actors for The real. only bad thing about Justified is the the music in the beginning. Like the theme or whatever. <laughs> no, it's just, a, it's just it's just a super awful song. Uh, and I've been reading Gravity's Rainbow still. Is it, is it Kid Rock? Is it Kid Rock? <laughs> no, but it's close. Okay, okay. It's in that same Ooh, vein. Nice. Uncle Cracker. <laughs> Even closer. Oh, You're warmer. <laughs> Hang on, let's, <laughs> let me just see if I can. <laughs> just justify justified theme song. It's time to help people customize and save What? That's weird, isn't it? Some, the intros to Liberty Mutual. Liberty Liberty Mutual. <laughs> Man, I hate YouTube. Yeah. There it is. That is closer. (laughs) Can you skip intro? Yeah. Sweet. Every time. Not every time, evidently. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's so bad. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway. This is the right energy for ads. <laughs> like to record some ads. This is perfect. All right. All right. <clears throat> been reading Gravity's Rainbow, huh? Yes. It's, uh, I've been reading it for well over a month and I'm not even halfway through. Yeah. Guess what I've been reading? Paperwork at my job. <laughs> hey. It's, it's, there's it's a bunch of it. Sexy, dude. There's a bunch of it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not very entertaining, <laughs> but there is lots of it. Yeah. So those are, <laughs> so that's good. Um, no, uh, I, I, I watched the, the first episode of the new season of Rick and Morty. Yep. I really, really liked it. It got me in the mood to go back and revisit it. So I just, it's like a background. It's just background noise for me, but I, I do revisit it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm about three quarters of the way through season three right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, and, um, I went back and watched some regular show. I've been looking for something, like, new and exciting to, to get into, but I haven't quite found... I always like regular some, show. Something that I'm in the mood for. Yeah, me too. I always liked it. Yeah. Uh, a regular show is on HBO Go. Oh, and nice. And I've been watching Rick and Morty on Hulu. A lot of the, uh, HBO, or sorry, a lot of the Cartoon Network stuff is on HBO Go. A correct? ton of it, yeah. Or maybe most of it. A ton of it. Which is cool. What I would love to do is see if they have Dexter's Laboratory on there, and I would really Ooh. like to revisit that. That was my favorite show when I was a kid, hands down. Or, I, you know, when I was a teenager or when I was a baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, watch a couple episodes of Harvey Birdman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I liked, on, I liked Harvey Birdman. It's on uh, HBO. Yeah. Ah, it's good stuff, man. Good uh, yeah, no, I haven't had a chance to read anything this week. Um, I am so close to finishing Watchmen, and I'm I might just do it Sunday. I might just read the rest of it and finish it. Uh, that way, I can move on to whatever the next thing is. Finally, you want me to let you borrow uh, Gravity's ang- Rainbow? No, so you can take ten years to read it. <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> nah, I'm good. If it's super dense, I have to read it in chunks. Like, I have to read it in, like, thirds if it's real hard to follow. Because I can remember if I can remember if I consume enough of it at once. Like, if I'm thinking of it, you, I don't even know what nah. I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. This, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. Uh, I think we probably went over our time limit here. <laughs> probably. We're, this, this will have no doubt have been clipped down by quite a bit. <laughs> Or you're going to have the best uh, after credits ever. <laughs> or it'll be very average. And you'll be like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> How drunk were these guys? Yeah. Who, what's going on with these dudes? Uh, yeah. Uh, th- again, um, if you want to support the show, give us a like. Leave a comment. I uh, would love to read some some new comments if there were any to read. <laughs> uh, you know, write the show or or don't <laughs> or don't uh, just, at least fine. just listen. I honestly don't know how to read, so I have to bother my my old lady <laughs> to come read it aloud to me. But I never really know if that's what it really says or not, <laughs> so I'll always be a little skeptic of it. And that's why I like movies because uh, I can't read. Or <laughs> what about movies with subtitles, Daniel? Can't read the... What about him? What about him? I, I have haven't Alicia, seen him. I have Alicia recite them to me. <laughs> <laughs> just throw something at me? No, dude. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that fell out of the sky. Did it, what was it? Are you joking? <laughs> you threw something. You fucker. 
he, got, right. he got me go. Um, <clears throat> do you have a do you have a funny so thing to say? Earlier when we were outside, you were telling me a joke, and all of a sudden you pulled your pants down. What? <laughs> that was gonna. I was gonna end the. Oh yeah, I was trying to think of a way to end the. Oh okay, all <clears throat> right. Uh, it didn't work though. You can try again. <laughs> That's all right. Take Sorry, I just I was like, oh, what? I was trying to. Try like, to did I? I did that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that happened. <laughs> I was trying to think of like what was the joke, or we could just do it like this. So you want to uh, start sucking each other's dicks or... Shut it down. You guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? I call that gold talk! We're a one-eyed Batman! Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. Bob, we don't fight with guns. We fight with our mind. Cousin business is a boomer. That is one big pile of shit. Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> I have my fucking bottle over in here. You got me? Swing! Green. Ugh. Oh, sorry. Do you have another one? I do. <laughs> That's a good bit. That's a, oh, I can't. Use.